The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is a good time as we're waiting another minute or two for people to gather to any way that works for you to check in and write something in the chat or just look around and do your best, all of us doing our best to have that heart connection with community. And I'm here in New Jersey, but I would imagine there are also people at the center in Minneapolis sitting, gathered there, as well as all of you in your homes. And of course, not this way through Zoom, but in uh, just kind of the old-fashioned way, gathering in person together. People have been gathering to do this practice together to study together for a long time, since the time of the Buddha, 2,500 years ago. It's also a nice time as we're waiting to get started to just clarify our intention. And, uh, you know, a lot of us, the motivation initially is just to deal with the stresses in our lives. So we think, oh, I need to start a meditation practice, or what might the Buddha have to say about how it is that I end up feeling so tight so much of the time. But the more we practice, we, we begin to sense the limitations of that initial motivation to just resolve our own pain, our own stress, and realize that you know we're really not going to be comfortable in life unless we care about everybody. It doesn't mean we can actually resolve the stress and suffering in the world, It just means that we have to open our heart because to, in one way or another, to construct some sense of distance from the suffering around us is more stress, is more suffering. So that's a nice thing to do now and do anytime you're about to do some practice or to do some study. It's just to reflect on my motivation. I'm here practicing, meditating, reflecting on the teachings of the Buddha because I care about my life and I care about the reality of suffering and the possibility of release. And I care about the collective suffering, the suffering of my loved ones and the suffering of all those beings I don't even know. But I know they're human beings. I know they're vulnerable to suffering, to confusion, to greed, to hate, to oppression, and it touches my heart. And so this practice, may this practice, be for everyone's benefit, be a cause for real peace and ease all around. Nobody left out. And we don't have to figure out what that looks like, like how do I live and practice for the benefit of all beings. Initially, what we want to do is tap into that motivation because it's a very resilient and very uplifting motivation. Yeah, I don't want to be a cause for more suffering in the world. There's plenty of it. I really want to be a cause for healing, for justice, and for release for all beings, myself and for all beings. That's a good place to start. And some of you remember, we've been doing this reflection. I'll say the English translation again. 
And I just encourage you for the first minute or two of our sit, just to reflect, bring up these words, reflect what they point to right in the immediacy of your own experience. So this is that traditional chant on impermanence that is traditionally used at memorial services, funerals in the Buddhist tradition. But it's just an all-around pointer to this, uh, the essence, you could say, of our path of practice. All conditioned things arise and pass away. Understanding this deeply leads to the greatest happiness, which is peace. So settle into your sitting posture for the meditation time if you haven't already. And I'll just say this out loud a few more times. And I'm just encouraging you to repeat it, even if you don't get it exactly right. The basic meaning is pretty straightforward. Everything, all conditioned things arise and pass away. Our thoughts, our emotions, our sights, the sounds we hear, the sensations we feel, relationships, everything arises and passes away. Understanding this deeply or coming into alignment with this, being intimate with this, leads to the greatest happiness, which is peace. The peace of not being in conflict with impermanence, with change. So on your own, just reflect on these words for a few minutes as we settle Conditioned things arise and pass away. Understanding this deeply leads to the greatest happiness, which is peace. So let's begin by cultivating a healthy, wise relationship to the body, this sensitive body, this body that's sensitive in these five ways, sensitive to sound, sensitive to sight, sensitive to touch, smell and taste. And seeing if it's possible now, it's not that our bodily experience is perfect, of course, but just see, is it possible to be at ease with these changing conditions of the body, the smells and tastes, the touches, the sights and sounds? Softening and In a way, we're embracing the exposure that comes with 
being embodied, the sensitive body. And even if there are ways that there's some hardening or some resistance, can we soften with that too? Relax and trust that as well. making peace with the body. And we demonstrate that by softening, relaxing, willing to feel and see what's here to feel and see. And what does the body, these five physical senses, what do they want to do? They want to move or change. The experience of seeing, even with the eyes closed, is a flow. Experience of feeling, sensations, is a river, a movement. Same with sound, same with smell and taste, although probably pretty limited right now. But this bodily experience is a river, it's a flow. And no reason, except for habit, there's no reason to get in the way of the movement of these sense experiences, or maybe better to say sense experiencing. the thinking mind, the imagining mind, the emoting mind, feeling heart. This is also a river of movement. Even thinking something seemingly so personal is really a natural process of river, changing river of thought, emotion, feeling, mental images. Of course, we have the habit of projecting some solidity or permanence. But when we are more relaxed and the mind is more clear, We see that mental activity is a river. Thoughts come and go, different mental, emotional constructions arise and pass away, almost like weather systems. They flow in and then they flow out. This drama, that drama, this excitement, that fear. There's a famous teaching from Ajahn Chah, this 
Thai Buddhist monk, died about 30 years ago. Do everything with a mind that lets go. Don't cling to praise or gain or anything else. If you let go a little, you will have a little peace. If you let go a lot, you will have a lot of peace. If you let go completely, you will have complete peace. So in a way, that's enough of a meditation instruction for today. We're curious about this heart, this mind that lets go. We don't make that letting go happen. It's more of a realization or a discovery. We notice, of course, times when the heart isn't letting go, it's struggling, there's attachment, things are tight. And instead of judging ourselves, instead of getting frustrated, we simply observe the attachment. We feel the crunch, the grip, the tightness in a kind way, in a curious way. And we notice that even these experiences of being tight, they also come and go and are not self, not personal. And being patient with the tightness, we see things naturally, eventually release. And practice not getting tight with the release. So we're not getting tight with tightness, and we're not getting tight with release in the sense of getting excited. Oh, now I know. Now I'm free. And then just to set emotion more tightness. So one teacher of mine summed it up as simple as this. Let the body, as best you can, assume its natural ease. And then allow the heart and mind, as best you can, to assume its natural ease. And then just stay curious about whatever might arise to disturb, interrupt this natural ease. The natural ease of the river that just moves on and on and on. So let's continue now in silence.
be willing to begin again and again and just do the best you can. Feel the body sitting and as best you can cultivate a sense of ease with all that's moving in the body. And then notice the mental activity, the emotional activity, and cultivate a sense of ease with all that's moving. And that might clarify whatever it is that's getting in the way of the body, the heart and mind being at ease.
and we'll be sitting for another five minutes or so. And of course, noticing the tendency of the mind to be disconnected or in some kind of conflictual relationship with experience. Things are getting tight. And just be aware of that without judgment. And letting that resistance cease on its own. Be aware without judgment, without trying to fix, just feeling and seeing things as they are. And it's in that way that the resistance ceases on its own. And then we might rediscover this possibility of ease, the ease of the moving river, the movements of body, the movements of mind. Ajahn Chah calls this realizing the heart, the mind, free of grasping. And getting a taste of the freedom that the Buddha's teachings point to. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.